Welcome to the Confident Parent Podcast, where we want to help you feel confident in your role of raising kids who have a thriving relationship with Jesus. I'm your host, Joshua Humpa. I'm the children's pastor at Oak Creek Assembly of God for the past six years and parent of two spectacular kids. In this episode, we'll be reviewing the new film, Toy Story 4, and discussing whether or not it's safe for your family and how you can use the themes and big ideas in the movie to help lead your kids closer to Jesus. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I am so excited to talk today about Toy Story 4. I'm a Toy Story fan. I remember when I was five years old, I went and saw the first one with my dad, and I remember walking out of the theater, and I felt so bad for Woody, because I knew everybody's gonna love Buzz, because he's such a cool toy. And I remember telling my dad, as a five-year-old, like, I like Woody, because uh, I feel bad for him, and I want somebody to like him. But I love Buzz and Woody, I think they're great. Uh, Right now, I have on my Apple Watch the Toy Story face. I have sitting in my office next to me a Buzz and Woody, just like in the movie with Buzz's karate chop action and Woody's pull string uh, talking box. And so today, I'm excited to talk about Toy Story 4 and whether or not it's safe for some families, and then what are some ways that you can use the themes and ideas from the movie to help lead your kids closer to Jesus and deepen the relationship and understanding of God. My wife and I took our three-year-old daughter to the movie on Thursday night for the opening preview, and she really enjoyed it, and we, we had such a fun time together. For me, I really enjoy movies. Uh, I, I love the, ma- the movie magic part of things, of how they filmed it, how they made it happen. And with Toy Story 4, it really is its incredible, the animation style. I mean, look at the first movie compared to this one, and just the lighting, the textures, the way that the characters move. It's just its incredible how far things have come. And all that stuff I just, I really love. And I really love stories and crafting stories and how people are able to weave themes and ideas between characters and interactions. And so I'm excited to dive in today. And so my recommendation for you is if you have a kid that's between three and five years old, uh, this movie is rated G. If I were an MPAA personnel rating this movie, I would have probably given it a PG just because some of the themes and ideas are a little uh, a little deep, a little intense, uh, a little on the creepy factor almost. But my three-year-old Chloe, she she does pretty good with things uh, not being too scary for her. Not that we're showing her real scary stuff, but she does pretty good with handling and, and dissecting this stuff. And she, there was a little bit of times where she wanted to just go really close to my wife and be close to her. Um, but for the most part, she did great. And after the movie, she loved it. She had a great time with it. Her favorite character is Bo Peep, which we'll get to in, in just a little bit. Um, but if you have a three to five-year-old, uh, I would give this a PG rating. Three to five, it's a little, it's totally up to who your kid is and uh, how they do with handling handling things. Not that the movie is intensely scary or creepy, but there are these like ventriloquist dolls, if you can picture like what a a creepy ventriloquist doll would look like. And they really, (laughs) I mean, they really use that factor and dial it up there where the way that the dolls are moving and interact with people, it's got that very creepy factor to it. And uh, the villain of the movie, she's also got this monotone, creepy edge to her. But overall, it's pretty good. There's that thrill and excitement of what's going to happen next. But it's good. If you have a kid that's five and older, this movie is totally good for them. And you can really use this movie to talk about the things of the things that matter uh, in a really easy way. Toy Story 4 is a great conclusion to the Toy Story saga, to all four films. It really has uh, just this really nice, sad, but good ending to it that puts a capstone on the whole series. 
So just real quick, a non-spoiler review of the movie. Bonnie, who is the new owner of our classic Toy Story friends, uh, she is a five-year-old about to go into kindergarten, and there's some life change going on where she's entering kindergarten, and uh, the way that she interacts with toys, it's, it's not the same as how Andy interacted with his toys. And so Woody has a new role. And so as Bonnie goes to kindergarten, she creates a new friend called Forky. And Forky's this um, very simple creation that Bonnie made, simple-minded, and he slowly grows. He's like a baby baby toy that grows over time. Uh, and they go on this adventure where Forky runs away, Woody is there to save him, and gets into a whole bunch of shenanigans on the way. And they learn a lot about themselves, the purposes, why toys are created, uh, the inner voice inside that's speaking to them and giving them a reason to live and what they're supposed to do. And again, it's a great ending to the whole Toy Story saga. Nobody dies. I'm going to say that right, right now. You don't have, you're not going to go in expecting somebody to, somebody's strings aren't going to get pulled out of their bodies, but it's a good solid end and it's nice and it's fun. Definitely hilarious moments and uh, good em- emotional beats as well. There are kind of a couple of social ideas that uh, are floating out there that I, I just wanted to share my opinions and, and thoughts on. One of the ideas that's floating out there, and there's, there's articles about it uh, leading up to the film bef- before it came out, is that that Forky is this symbolic uh, toy or character uh, for the transgender movement. And while some people might be able to twist it that way and can probably support their argument for that, in the movie, that is, it's not part of it at all. In fact... Just to spoil a little bit at the end, there's this little like mid-credit scene. Uh, there's a female Forky that's there. And so boy Forky and female Forky, they have this moment. It's very clear that it's boy and girl. And it's more that Forky is just this creation of a kindergartner. And so it's a sloppy kind of goofy mess that a K-5 five-year-old kid created and has nothing to do, at least for the story points, has nothing to do with the transgender movement. And then something that I thought was really interesting uh, is that they make it intentional to show you that Bonnie, that the kid in the movie, Bonnie's parents are married. It's a guy and a girl, and it's very clear that Bonnie's dad is wearing a wedding ring. And they kind of make it a point to show that. And I thought, that's pretty cool. That's pretty great. And that that's the norm still. That's the norm of our culture. And that's something that I want my daughter to see. Now, there is a scene when they go to kindergarten and uh, parents are kind of dropping off. I didn't even catch this. My wife told me about it because I didn't even notice it when I saw it. But there is uh, two females. So it looks like, uh, you know, a lesbian couple dropping off their daughter. But again, I missed it. I didn't even notice it. And so they didn't make it a point to emphasize that at all or show it. And so for my three-year-old, it wasn't even a question or, or a thing that we had to talk about because she didn't notice. She didn't even see it. But one thing that my daughter did talk about that she was just thrilled about is that Bo Peep is a central figure of this movie and that she is propped up to be a hero. It was funny leading up to the movie, she just, just saw Bo Peep's costume and she said, Bo Peep looks like a hero. And it's great because she is in this movie. She is a hero. And Buzz and Woody, they definitely still have their moments. But they push up Bo Peep to really be a central figure. And as a dad of a daughter, I really like that. I know that it's totally intentional and there's this movement to put females into this hero uh, spotlight. But I'm okay with it. It didn't come across at all that it was bashing me over the head with any ideas or anything. And instead, it it really did empower my daughter. It gave her this character in the movie that she felt like, hey, I can connect with her. I can relate with her. And that's going to help me as a dad 
to be able to teach her the ways of God and say, hey, this is what Bo Peep did. These are some of the things that Bo Peep was talking about, thinking about the choices she made. Here's how you can do this too, to be who God created you to be. And so right now, Bo Peep is kind of my daughter's hero. <laughs> my daughter today, she was asking if she can get a Bo Peep costume. And so that'll show you uh, how much these characters can really play, a, play an effect into influencing our kids, which is good because if it's a good character, hey, we can use that to help lead them closer to Jesus. Now, as with any good story, there's always good themes and ideas and actions that that we can pull out of the story that can enhance our lives to make us better people of how we interact with people, how we think about God. And Jesus was the master at this. When Jesus was here on earth, he told stories all the times. We call them parables, but he used stories as a way to illustrate and communicate to people, this is what I want you to understand, whether it's how to treat people, how God feels about you, how you should be interacting with God and treating him. And I believe that the modern day movies and stories that we have, that we as parents can use these to help our kids grow closer to God and who God created them to be. And so that's the case with Toy Story 4. And so I have uh, just a couple of simple ideas and themes that were really apparent in the movie that as you're driving home from the movie or uh, the next day as you as you talk about with the movie with your kid or or there's these, these moments that come up in their kid's life that you can reference the movie as an illustration to help communicate an idea or point them in a direction. I think these themes and ideas can really help you as a parent and help push your kid closer to God. And so let's dive into one of the, the big themes of the whole movie and the whole idea is this idea of purpose. You know, what is the purpose of a toy? Uh, for Woody, he's discovering that uh, moving on from Andy as his first kid to this new kid, Bonnie, who's a girl now, that she plays different and she has different interests and ideas. And so Woody's purpose has changed. And throughout the whole movie, uh, his kind of arc is trying to figure out what his purpose is, and then how he can help his kid, Bonnie. And so Bonnie creates this, this new toy called Forky, which is a spork that she just decorates with a bunch of crazy fun stuff. And Forky, throughout the whole movie, he's trying to figure out, what is my purpose? Because for him, <laughs> he's like, hey, I'm a, I'm a spork. You use me for chili, and then you throw me in the garbage. And now, all of a sudden, he's come to life and has this new purpose that he is trying to discover and figure out. And Woody's trying to help him along with that. And so some ideas or, or, or questions that you can ask your kid to help create a conversation or, or something like this. You could ask your kid, you know, just like Forky and Woody were trying to discover their purpose, what do you think your purpose is? Man, what a deep question for your kid, right? But as they start to think about that and see how Woody and Forky were trying to process their purpose in life, it can even lead you to, lead you to this. How do you, kid, how do you discover your purpose? What do you think you were created for? And what a powerful question, right? All of us are trying to figure out, why am I here on earth? What am I supposed to be doing here? What's the meaning of life? And after watching this movie, this is a perfect opportunity to begin to talk to your kid about how much God loves them, how God created them with a purpose, with a destiny, with a hope for a future, that this life isn't it, that there is an eternity in mind, and that God's purpose for your kid will be revealed through his word and as they spend time with him. Another big theme or idea throughout the movie is this idea of this inner voice, this feeling on the inside, this, this uh, person that speaks to you on the inside that helps you kind of differentiate between right and wrong and then defines for you what your purpose is. 
And it's played really comedically with Buzz Lightyear throughout the movie. It, uh, he pushes his buttons. You know, there's, there's the three colored buttons. He pushes the buttons and, they, and it's him talking to himself. Uh, and it gives him kind of a direction on where to go uh, throughout the movie and moving the plot forward. And so it's played really funny. And in the movie, they never really uh, dive into like who is or what is that voice, especially because these are toys that don't have souls. But as Christians, as followers of God, as people that have a worldview and understanding that God is our creator, the answer to that question is that inner voice is the Holy Spirit. It's God speaking to us. The Bible communicates that when God created us, he created us with this uh, inner idea and knowledge that there is a God that there is something bigger than all of us, that that's naturally part of who all of us are. And so when it comes to this inner thought, this inner feeling, this battle of morality, uh, it's the Holy Spirit trying to guide us in the right direction. And that's why all of us have this, this, we have this innate sense of right and wrong. We know when we do something wrong. We know, even if you're not a follower of God, even if you don't believe in God, you have a moral compass inside of you. And so uh, kind of a question that you can maybe ask your, your kids about is, hey, have you ever had this inner thought or feeling on the inside about right and wrong? And it'd be interesting to hear what your kid has to say. More, more than likely, they're going to say, yeah. You could say, hey, you have, just like Buzz, do you have this, this feeling on the inside or this thought that helps kind of direct your life? And then you can ask them, who do you think that voice is? And I'll be curious what your kids say. Maybe they'll say, uh, maybe it's just my brain. Maybe it's just myself. And this is a really easy way to help talk to them about God and how God wants to direct us and guide us and how we can ask the Holy Spirit to help us every day, to speak to us often, uh, to ask him to help us not ignore that voice, but instead to listen to it and be so in tune with God's direction and that we would walk exactly in his path. Now, another big theme or idea that was played on in this movie is, is trying to become something for someone the villain in the movie, uh, her name is Gabby Gabby. She's this 50s-style baby doll, one that has a talking voice box. And, you know, when you tilt her head back and forward, her eyes close and shut. Uh, and she's in this antique shop, and she so desperately wants to have the attention of this, this little girl. And so she's going to do anything that she can to get the attention of this little girl. And I don't want to spoil the movie for you, but it doesn't go as well as she would hope. And when watching the movie, it's sad. You know, she is the villain of the movie, and so, you you know, you don't want her to win. You don't want her to get what she wants. But it's also sad to watch somebody be rejected like that. And for our kids, it's heartbreaking when they feel that rejection. And we can see them go down this path where they try to impress their friends or impress somebody else, that they try to change who they are in order to make somebody like them. And so you can use that moment and that illustration in the movie to kind of talk about, um, you know, is there someone in your life that you're trying to impress? You know, how do you feel, how would you feel if they didn't accept you? And then how can we figure out who some good friends are that will accept you for who you are? You know, maybe your kid's going through this kind of stuff right now, and this would be a perfect opportunity to talk about this. Or maybe this is something that they're going to deal with uh, maybe down the road, maybe years from now or next week. But you can absolutely illustrate this point using the movie Toy Story 4 and, and Gabby Gabby to help them understand and, and see what it's like to feel that way. And then hopefully it'll help them to not make poor choices to try and impress somebody else, but instead to be who God created them to be and to surround themselves with people that will accept them for them and that God will bless them with friends when they do things his way. Next, which is a big theme that has to do with Forky and, and just toys in general that's really explored with this idea of when are toys created, when do they come to life, is this idea of, of value in creation. When does something have value? When is the starting point to life? 
And it's really funny how they illustrate this with Forky when Forky's this like art project that Bonnie Bonnie makes at school and how Forky comes to life. And all of a sudden he has this moment of realization that he's alive and <laughs> and I didn't want to be a toy. I'm not created to be a toy. And this idea that, no, you have value because Bonnie values you. And just like how Bonnie valued Forky, we can really talk to our kids about how much God values us and the sanctity of life. In the movie, some of the other toys just kind of wanted to dismiss Forky and just, he's just a spork with some art decorations on him. Let, let him go. And in life, there could be some people that dismiss some other people. You know, some kids in your class, in your kids' classroom or neighborhood kids could be dismissive or, or mean to one kid. But we really want our, our kids to understand the sanctity and value of every single person. That just like Bonnie valued Forky, God values every person, no matter what they look like, what they're going through, how they treat other people. God values people. And we can help talk to our kids about that. And this is a great, easy way to talk about how God created us. Talk about who our creator is, what the role between being God being our creator and us as people, what that looks like. You can even talk about, if you want to go real deep with like your 12-year-old after watching this, what is the, what's the difference between free will and somebody being in control of you and that God lets us make our own choices even though he's still in control of everything? But this moment, this idea of creation and, and, and life, it's important to God. And God cares about us so much. And that's why he sent his son Jesus to die on the cross for us, to rescue us from our sins, that even when we didn't deserve it, when we couldn't earn his love, he still extended it out to us. You know, this movie came out in the summer and uh, in just a few months, kids are going to be starting school again. And in the movie, Bonnie is really struggling with kindergarten. And maybe starting in September, your kid's going to be struggling with uh, kind of this new season of school. You can use this movie as a way to talk about, hey, this is what Bonnie did. What can we do that can help you as you transition to school? Or look, hey, Bonnie, she was really scared, but look how easy it became for her. She made friends at school really quickly and really easily. And then just about with every movie, there's always this theme and idea that we talk about with heroes and villains. And I've used this a lot with, with my own daughter and with kids at church. A way that you can talk about the choices that we make is, hey, who would you rather be? Would you rather be the hero of the story or the villain of the story? And unless it's like an eight-year-old boy who's trying to be silly, most times they're going to say hero. And then you can explain, just like in Toy Story 4 or, or any movie, the choices that we make lead us to either become a hero or a villain. And so if you were in this movie, do you think you would be the hero right now or the villain based on your choices? And you can use exact actions that either Bonnie or Woody or Buzz or, or the villain Gabby Gabby used to help illustrate, hey, you're acting just like them. Is this the kind of person that you want to be when you grow up? Now, not to spoil the end of the movie, but there is a redemption piece for Gabby Gabby. And what's kind of nice for families of this movie is that there is a villain who isn't necessarily too bad. Um, but in the end, it turns out that she's not a villain at all. That she's kind of just this misunderstood person. And there's this really nice moment for her at the end where she gets to do good. Um, but you can illustrate with your kids that, hey, there's always a redemption option that you don't always have to become this bad person. Or, or if you're heading down this bad path, it's not all doom and gloom for you. You can totally change around, turn your path, turn towards God, and make the right choices. That redemption, just like with Gabby Gabby, redemption is always possible for you. That God is always standing there with open arms, waiting for you to come back to him. To infinity. And beyond. So there it is, Toy Story 4 Confident Parent Review. 
there is a lot of good themes and ideas in this movie that I think you can really help to, to use to lead your kid closer to Jesus, understanding who God created them to be, that inner voice inside of them. And if you're strategic and intentional, you can use these fun, exciting family moments of going to the movies and leverage them to be the confident parent that God created you to be. Your purpose is to be used by God to raise a kid that loves Jesus. So I want to encourage you, you got this. On your ride home from the movie, a couple days afterwards, bring up some of these ideas. Be intentional. Think about it as you're watching the movie and make sure you have that conversation with your kid. Hey, if you end up going to see this movie, please let me know. Send me an email. Let me know on Facebook. I'd love to hear about the conversations your family had uh, after seeing this movie and hope that you can really use this for good for your family. Today, we hope you feel more confident in your role as a parent and that your family's best days are ahead. Subscribe right now so that you'll always be the first to hear new content from the Confident Parent Podcast. And if you're excited about this, please let somebody know. You can send them a text right now about it. Our podcast will grow as you rate and review. So as episodes come out, please share with the world what you think. Oak Creek Assembly of God is a church in Oak Creek, Wisconsin. And if you live anywhere in the Milwaukee area, we invite you to come join us on our Sunday morning services at 8 and 10.30 a.m. or Wednesdays at 7 p.m. We're all in when it comes to kids, and we know that your kid's going to love it. Hope to see you here soon. There's no perfect way to parent, and all of us are trying to figure out how to do this. We're praying for you and believing that the best is yet to come for your family.